Turn back the hands of time. Tyrone Davis. Welcome to the Amber Shows. This is really supposed to be Wednesday night music classics from your great memories from back in the day for my certain age group. But yesterday was inauguration, so I tended to that. And now I'm here. I'm here for you to sit back, relax. And it's a different sit back, relax today because number 45 is gone, gone for good. This is Sukiyaki, A Taste of Honey. That's the artist. This is the track, Sukiyaki. And uh, this is the album Smooth Grooves. This was in 1980. I used to love this record. So look, what I did yesterday... Welcome to the Amber Shows, everybody. I'm just so excited. I'm such in a different mood, time frame, which uh, frame of mind, um, which most of us probably are all feeling the same exact way. Yesterday, I spent like two hours on my social media, my Instagram, uh, my Twitter, and my three Instagram pages, getting rid of any photograph, meme, Um, post about number 45 and or his family or lies or the racist Karens and the racist Kins all the stuff that was affiliated with number 45 I deleted I don't want to hear anything about him or his family I don't want to see anything about him or his family I'm not interested so if you follow me on, on Twitter, um, please don't send me anything regarding him. He's gone. He's over with him and his family. And now we have a real human beings back in the White House. We're going to try and at least make an effort to get this country back to how it should be. How it really should be great, uh, which is... To get the pandemic under control as best we can. We'll be getting honest and truthful information from real scientists. Um, We will be getting real information, uh, honest information, no matter how harsh it may be, no matter how scary it may be. Uh, We're all in this together, and we're going to try and get this pandemic not only under control, but to defeat it altogether. Welcome to the Amber Shows. Again, this is Skuyaki, A Taste of Honey. Good riddance to the family that was in the White House. They remind me of the Adams family. You know, that's what they remind me of. They're just, or the Omen. You know, remember the movie The Omen? Devils, just devils. But they're gone. You can, like, breathe better. You feel better knowing that our country is in charge of people that know what the hell they're doing. Uh, President Biden, this is not his first rodeo. He's been at the White House as vice president. And Kamala, if you want to know how to pronounce their name, just remember comma, like a comma, a period, a question mark, comma, Kamala, like that. Then you don't have to worry about remembering it. And she is more than qualified. So here we go. This is Down to Love Town, the originals. The very best of the originals from 1976. voice always reminded me of uh, our family friend um, Levi Stubbs. They used to come to our house all the time in Four Tops and the kids in my neighborhood they would come down with autograph books back then in Detroit. Everybody had autograph books because it was so easy to run into Motown artists or whatever and uh, Levi and uh, Obie, Lawrence and Duke used to come to our house quite a bit. My mother would have cookouts in the backyard or whatever and uh, he has that voice like Levi. If you're familiar with the Four Tops, 
You know what I mean. That's not, <coughs> that's not the Corona. That's the Corona weed. calling uh, Jennifer Lopez's um, performance for the inauguration self-serving. After she slipped in a reference uh, to her own song during her inauguration performance. Um, So she sang this land is your land and America the beautiful at Joe Biden's inauguration. And after reciting part of the Pledge of Allegiance in Spanish, which was great. Lopez sang, let's get loud. And people on Twitter made fun of Lopez and referencing her 2000 single during the performance. Um, Jennifer, she took to the stage at President Joe Biden's inauguration Wednesday to sing This Land Is Your Land and America the Beautiful, as well as a line from one of her own songs. So now near the end of her mashup performance, uh, the Grammy nominee recited the final words of the Pledge of Allegiance in Spanish. Which was great. One nation. I didn't find anything wrong with that. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Before she belted out, let's get loud. Now, it was a clear reference to Lopez's signature song, Let's Get Loud, that was included on her debut album and released as a single in the year 2000. All viewers notice. You know Twitter and everybody. We knows it. So many people, like the author, Sage Jones, and the NBC reporter, Colleen Rosenblatt, they found it amusing, while others mocked the decision as cringe or self-serving. Other people also on Twitter, they had a lot to say about um, Jennifer Lopez, Garth Brooks, um, Lady Gaga. And Lady Gaga, she, she can sing anywhere, anytime. If you don't like Lady Gaga, something wrong with you. She, she need to be on one of your playlists, for real. Um, Lady Gaga is phenomenal, phenomenal. She's a talent like Barbara Streisand was. Um, like, um, you know, she's a real talent. Um, but that was Joe Biden's playlist. Those are people that he liked. You know, President Obama, we had different music. We had Aretha and uh, many other uh, people of soul because he's a black man uh, so of course the music and the playlist is going to be what he likes uh, and Joe Biden is a white man um, and some of his songs those are songs he likes that's his taste I don't understand sometimes you just can't please anybody people on the internet have so many opinions and you know opinions are really like assholes it doesn't even matter I mean you can have your opinion but you need to think it out sometimes. Those were the people he wanted to hear at his inauguration, people. Let's take that day as a wonderful day. 
And look, this record, Shotgun. I'm gonna tell you a story. By Junior Walker and the All-Stars. My father used to play this for my mother. <laughs> I remember them doing the dance. You put your arms behind your back, and then you, you, you pretend like you're pulling back, like uh, putting a bullet in the chamber, and then you move your hips to it at the same time. My parents used to uh, dance to this. Helen and Henry March said they used to do that dance. very apropos for Detroit people, you know, the shotgun. <laughs> I grew up in a house with guns, not assault uh, uh, rifles and assault guns that you take to war. Uh, we always had 357 Magnum in the house, and um, my, parent, my father had a shotgun uh, also. Um, and I, I was taught, you know, taught the safety of them. Even though uh, me and my half sister from Texas, she had come to visit from Houston. And we were in Detroit, and my parents owned a restaurant, so the Safari House on Dexter in Detroit. And so I, I, I snuck boys in the house. I had a boyfriend. And we were, I was like, we were like 13, and. Um, so my half-sister Nancy, I want to show off, so the boys are in the house. My mother had like a bar, a leather bar, uh, um, and, and uh, bar stools, and lounge chairs in the, in the den, so it was set up like a bar. She had all the different liquors in the, bar, in the back of the bar, and she had a wet bar in the back, and, and uh, a bunch of albums, and glasses. So with the boys over, Butch... And uh, the boy I introduced her to was Butch's friend, Leprechaun. Now, they were older. They were like maybe 16. And we were like 13. And I want to show off these guns that my parents have. And uh, Butch, my boyfriend, takes the gun and he empties the bullets out of it. And then he starts pointing at us playing. And I said, no, don't do that. He said, no, it's, it's empty. And he pointed it, and I shut the door real quick because I was on the other side of the door where he was pointing it, and it went off. It was still a bullet in the, in the gun. It went through my mother's leather bar. Her bar was made out of leather, orange leather, like the orange leather bar stools. And the orange leather um, chair, she had an ottoman in there. It, went, it took off so many of the glasses, the stems on the glasses, and shattered some of her albums. Oh my God. The boys ran out the house, left me and Nancy with this mess. Not to mention you could smell gunpowder. By the time my parents came home, we had cleaned up the bar and everything, put the gun back, put the bullets back. But now it's only five bullets in the gun, mind you. And my mother wasn't coming home like, you know, the den was more like for entertainment. So I knew she wasn't coming home and would notice that there were glasses missing and that there were albums missing. But um, do you know, we didn't tell my mother that until we were grown. And uh, Nancy had come for my other sister Jackie's funeral, had come to Detroit and we were there and um, we were grown and we told my mother that story. She, she got mad then. And that was... So many years later, it's crazy. <laughs> this right here is Boogie Wonderland by the Emotions and Earth, Wind and Fire together. This was 1979. The Emotions, oh, I loved. And of course, who doesn't love Earth, Wind and Fire? Best band ever, besides for war. And some more. These were the disco days. 
disco was fun. That's when people went to the clubs and they actually danced. Most of them were probably coked up because if you look at Studio 54, all the stars that went there, they were all in there and they were able to like do drugs and have their debauchery and sexual encounters and drinking and you know all kind of stuff that they wouldn't want the public to see them doing. Studio 54 was a refuge that they could go to and all be themselves. Everybody came through there from Michael Jackson to Barbara Streisand. You know, all the stars rode through Studio 54 and everybody was dancing. They were probably all coked up or on pills and drinking, but they were dancing and having fun too at the same time, you know? It's no more of those kind of clubs or days. Clubs now, everybody, the girls are twerking, the guys are watching them twerk or standing there while they get grinded on. And uh, I don't have the best memories this generation. I'm sorry. This generation's got to even talk about coronavirus, like the Spanish uh, epidemic in 1918. You guys will be talking about the coronavirus when you grow up and they ask you, Ma or Grandma, what was 2020 like? And you'll be like, have a seat. And then you know what else was out during this time? Um, roller rink, roller skating. You know, roller skating to this, and you'd be going uh, fast with your partner, and you're crossing your legs over, cross over, and your legs, each leg, each foot, you cross over, and go backwards, and dance, and move to the, with, the, on your, with your roller skates on. That's when there were um, four rollers. I don't know how many they have now. Do they still have four? Do people still roller skate? They don't have, like, roller skating rinks like they used to have. Especially like uh, in New York, uh, they had roller rinks. In Detroit, uh, they had roller rinks. I must remember my sister Jeanette. She used to love the roller skate. She could roller skate too. And um, those were the days. This masquerade. Gonna take it down, George Benson. This is the very best of George, 1976. My half-sister from Houston, another one, Judy's another one of my half-sisters. I have two there in Houston. Uh, her husband played uh, in the band with uh, George Benson. Are we really happy here with this lonely game we play? Looking Welcome to the Amber Shows. Memories and R&B music for you. I never really learned to roller skate. We tried to talk, get over, but the words got in By the time I was coming up, it wasn't like as fat as fashionable. You know, the kids at, in high school and stuff weren't going to the roller skating rink. Not in my area. Um, so I, I kind of missed out on roller skating. I had roller skates, and I mostly roller skated, like, just going down the block in the neighborhood, you know? That's when they had the metal roller skates. You had to put your foot inside, like, slide it inside, and then there's a strap goes across your um, foot. Then later on, they had the fancier, the boot 
skate, roller skate, which was much better. I would like to roller skate now, but can't fall. Break a hip and stuff now, break a knee. Bust your kneecap, break your hip, break your arm, bust your teeth out. Can't afford to do that now. We don't heal like we used to. A lot of things that, you know, like roller skating, ice skating, skiing, these things should be introduced to your children, you know, from one, two years old. Um, and that's how they become pro at it and be able to do, you know, a lot of things. Uh, diversified in their life. I remember this. Wilson Pickett. Mustang Sally. This was another one my mother and and, uh, father used to uh, dance to. This is the, um, our parents' music right here. Ground. Put them on the ground, Wilson. Cause she going too fast. Remember this? My parents playing this. A little bit about Wilson Pickett. Uh, He was an American singer and a songwriter. He was a major force in the development of American soul music. And Pickett recorded over 50 songs which made the U.S. and R&B charts, many of which crossed over to the Billboard Hot um, 100 because uh, white people loved uh, our music, loved our music. Um, he was born in Alabama, uh, but he went to moved to Detroit when he was young. Uh, he died at age 64 in Reston, Virginia. Among his best uh, known hits are In the Midnight Hour, Land of 1000 Dances, and this one, Mustang Sally, and Funky Broadway. Remember Funky Broadway? Funky, funky Broadway. Slow it down, baby, slow it down. Pinkett was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1991 in recognition of his impact on songwriting and recording. Uh, He struggled with alcoholism and cocaine addiction, and it led to a lot of run-ins with the law. In 1991, Pickett was arrested for yelling threats while drunkenly driving his car over the lawn uh, of Donald Aronson, the mayor of Inglewood, New Jersey. He faced charges of drunk driving, refused to take a breath test, and resisted arrest. Pickett agreed to perform a benefit concert in exchange for having the disorderly conduct and property damage charges were soon dropped. I really don't have to introduce this man. Stevie Wonder, we can work it out. This was off his album, Signed, Sealed, and Delivered, 1971. You heard that part? Life is so short. There's no time for fussing and fighting, my friend. This is a time now where we have all been through 
a pandemic together, death, illness, separation, loss, solidarity, solidarity, um, isolation. So we should all be sticking together. You know, I live in New York, and when the World Trade Center went down, everybody, and I live in the city, a hundred blocks from where where it happened, but look, everybody pulled together at that time. When those people were running and running for their lives, when that building was coming down, no one looked at one another as white or black or Spanish or Chinese or whatever. They looked at, these are, we're human beings. So this is, and see, look, Stevie was think, singing this kind of stuff way back. Just imagine all this is still happening. It's a new generation of people, though, now. This generation of people brought down number 45. Brought attention to all the racism that's happening in the undercurrent of this country. You know what I was thinking? What happened is, all these racists, they didn't do like their forefathers. See, their forefathers wore hoods. So you didn't know they were the the doctors, the lawyers, the police officers, the sheriffs, the teachers. You didn't know who was under that hood because they kept themselves uh, anonymous. See, now, they done took the hoods off. That was their mistake. Now we know who they are. And we can post it on all over social media, from Facebook to Twitter to Instagram, all over. It emails, texts, tweets. So you can't get away. You have to face who you really are. This is a time that we need to look at working it out. I want to be where you are. Oh, my God, I'm not going to talk to this. Rest in peace, Michael Jackson. 1972, you can hear his voice.
That was good. Michael Jackson, MJ. Sad life he had. He was he could pay his bills, but he had a sad life. Would you rather be poor and happy or rich and sad? This is Ain't Nobody Rufus, Shaka Khan, baby. The album was Stomping at the Savoy, 1983. This is Ain't Nobody. Can't nobody sing it like Shaka. to this song, you know, just a little smooth, you know, just our rhythm, you know how we do. We don't need choreography, not the brown and black people, that rhythm just comes. Remember snapping your fingers? call people snapping their fingers to music anymore. This one Shaka was with Rufus. Shaka still looked crazy good. Oh my God, she had gotten heavy and lost weight, kept the weight off. And I mean, her face just never changes. She looks just as young as ever. And I love her move, her movement. She gets into her own movement. She be moving those shoulders and, her, and sways back and forth to the side to side when she's singing. I love her. She had an album that she wore. Um, it was like a, a Native American top, uh, like a pony skin with feathers dangling off of it. And she had it on one of her album covers. And I immediately searched for that top and I found it. And I wore I wore it. I had to have feathers hanging off of a leather halter top. I wore that. I wore it too. Treat her like a lady. Cornelius' brother and sister. This is 1972 off the album, Didn't It Blow Your Mind? to this funny because this is called Treat Her Like a Woman. And most of the songs now for this generation, you know, they're using different verbiage 
for, uh, for women like bitch or whatever or hoe. And um, I, I haven't heard any records, you know, and I'm pretty much up on a lot of the young people's music. None that said, like, treat her like a lady, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of gone, like, for this generation of dating and, and uh, social media and internet and things like that. You know, it's so much competition for girls because young men now, they have a plethora of girls. It's more women than men anyway. Men and women have to have role models. Your first teacher, the first person you're in love with are your parents. The first man you fall in love with is your father. The first woman that the, guy, the boy falls in love with is his mother. And you have to have the right people teaching you how to be a decent human being and how to treat uh, a woman or how a woman should treat a man. I mean, you need those tools are gone now. Like, it's just gone. Oh, Barry, 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 big Barry, I love you so much. I'm so sad you're gone over a kidney disease when you could have, you could have lived. I've got so much to give. Barry White, 1973. I'm gonna be quiet for real. I love this man and his wife Claudine. Oh my God, Love Unlimited. Oh, I'm gonna have to play some of those songs. Just not enough. Only here for the day. You know how many people got pregnant from Barry White singing in the background? I did. His orchestra was unreal. Oh my God, Barry, Barry, no, don't do it. Here we go. Oh. Oh God. Yes. Yes. No more tears. Oh, Barry. He said, no more tears. Come here. I've got so 
Berry. Oh my God, I can't believe you're gone. Barry died in July 4th, 2003. Rest in peace, Big Barry. Okay, my homegirl's supreme. Here we go. Can't hurry love. This was 1966. The Supreme. was Diane
The Supremes. They were an American female singing group and a premier act of Motown in the 1960s. We'll be winding down soon, giving you an hour of good listening music, taking you back. I could tell you so many stories about the dramatics. We all lived in Southfield Towers together in uh, Southfield, Michigan, Detroit, right outside of Detroit. Oh, we used to have so good, so good times. And they sang at my parents' nightclub, the 20 Grand. The Dramatics, 1971. This is Get Up and Get Down. It was Ronnie, Willie. Can't remember the rest of them. Willie used to come down to my apartment, suffer tires, we play cards uh, together, a bunch of us. The Dramatics were a real popular uh, group in Detroit. I don't know how many of you are really uh, know too much about the Dramatics. Because I, 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 I don't know if what other um, urban uh, cities were into the dramatics. I know they were very popular and had so many hits. Uh, they're also an American soul music vocal group. Uh, they were formed in Detroit, Michigan. They're best known for their, all their 1970 hit songs, uh, In the Rain, and What You See Is What You Get. Um, So you had Larry Reed, Ron Banks, L.J. Reynolds, Willie Ford. That's who used to come over to, to my apartment all the time. Um, oh, yeah, and Larry was very funny. Larry Dempsey was real funny. Ron Banks, you know, he was like the one that the girls liked a lot. L.J. Reynolds, same thing, you know, very good personality. Right all out of my hometown, Detroit. So Banks, uh, whose sweet falsetto helped give the dramatics its signature sound. He was a Detroit native who was born in 1951. He survived. He passed away, survived by his wife, Sandy, and he, and he had, ended up having six children. Um, I'm, I'm also... Uh, I remember when Ronnie passed away. Um, Wilkins died in 1992. Howard in 2000, James Mack Brown in 2008. Willie passed away um, May 28th in Detroit, the age of 68, uh, last June, June in 2019. So love this record. Reasons, Earth, Wind, and Fire, my favorite band.
So as we close out tonight, Earth, Wind, and Fire, they're an American band. They've spanned the musical genres of R&B, soul, funk, jazz, disco, pop, dance, Latin, and Afro-pop. They've been described as one of the most innovative and commercially successful acts of all time. better way to close out this show than with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Thank you so much for coming to the Amber Shows. I've really enjoyed you. We'll end on All This Love, DeBarge, 1975. Good night. Thank you for coming to the Amber Shows. This is your memory night. Classic R&B. And come back on Friday. I'm continuing the book, A Piece of Cake. Tell me.